Welcome to the Catch the Fire London podcast. We hope that you encounter God as you listen to this message. Oh. We, one of the things I need you to know about Rita is we have a lot of shared history with her and Michael. We, we were both part of Mark Stibby's ministry for many years which means we are all recipients of someone. We are recipients of an extremely clear but intentional revelation of the Father heart of God. It's what Mark carried the most when he discipled us for three years and also discipled these guys and they were part of the ministry. They've also got an incredible history of inner healing and sanctification and journey. And uh, Rita can explain a little bit, give a little bio at the start so that those who don't know you can get a little bit of who she is. But I'm going to ask you to stretch out your hand towards her. And if you're online, stretch out your hand towards your technology, as my mother-in-law would say. (laughs) Father, we want to thank you for a life lived in you. Thank you for authority. Thank you for clarity. Yeah, Father, we thank you for a regal anointing that is on Rita. But I thank you also that she's deep in the spirit and in the heart. That she understands people and she knows your children as much as she knows you. So we bless her right now in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit. I want you to say these words out loud. Be yourself. Amen. Wow, what a privilege. And you know, when you feel love, it means you're thinking love because you become, you feel what you're thinking. And this morning, right now, I am feeling love because I'm home and I'm with family. I want to start by just saying thank you so much, Mama, Papa of the house. Well, just get up and let's just honor you. I can never have enough of this. Come on. They don't know I'm doing this. Let's just honor you. Yes, please. Mama and the papa of the house, you and Chloe. Yes, please. Can we just give glory to Jesus for such an incredible anointed people who love God. They see God and they just want to do his will. Thank you. And I know I can do this because Michael and I, we do this daily in our secret place so we can celebrate you in the, in the, in the public place today. Bless you. We love you so much and thank you so much for all you give to, to, the, to the body of Christ, really, not just us. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. What an incredible privilege to be sharing God's word with you. And you know, I... As I was preparing this week, every time I go to the scripture, which has been given to me, Isaiah chapter 40, and because we're talking, we're in in the season of Advent, which simply means the coming. I mean, how many of you could literally just go home right now and feel like we've had it today? It's been amazing. Worship, ministry, and we're so privileged in this church But I want us never to take this for granted. You know what Stu said was so true. Here is Louis sharing a testimony about healing. And we're like, yay. Come on. 
We should be like jumping up and down, kicking, punching. It's amazing. We should never, ever, ever get used to this. And Lord, forgive us, forgive us that we hear so many times about healings and breakthroughs and we so take it for granted. Forgive us, Lord. And I want you to say this to yourself and I want you to believe it. I'm going to say it before you and you can hear it so that you can repeat it if you believe it. There is always more. There is always more. Lord, help us not to be complacent. You know, when we're when we in an environment like this, it is so exciting. I mean, last week, I don't know what hit me. But you know, every time I come to church, when there is an opportunity to just respond, I'm there. You know, I know I want to pray for people, so I will come forward if I'm needed to serve. But you know, as soon as I'm done, I'm, I'm, I'm up there and I'm like, come on God, there's always more. I am waking up every morning and apart from my thank you Lord that I'm alive and thank you Holy Spirit, the first thing I say in my spirit every single day and that's my mantra, there is always more. And you know, this morning we have had so much and, and we could go home and just be like, but can I tell you there's more. Because when I was preparing, I could not. As soon as I go into that, Isaiah 40, okay, God, I'm praying. What do you want to say to your sons and daughters, your prince and princesses? I was completely overwhelmed with his anointing and presence. So I'm sitting in my room and I'm thinking, I'm looking at my diary and I'm like, I've got back-to-back clients. This is the gap that I actually put aside to prepare for this message. And I can't because I'm sitting in my room and I'm shaking. And my, my whole room, I just like, I can feel the presence of God. So my husband rings me up and he says, how's the preparation going? I said, oh, yeah, it's going really good. I'm having a fantastic time with the Lord. But guess what? That's a reflection of what God's going to do for you this morning. I believe it. You know, we want to get into this buzz where Christmas is not about the turkey and about the advent calendar. But we want to get in this buzz where we're celebrating and we're shouting, the king is coming, the king is coming, prepare the way of the Lord. I want you to take out your phones, not literally right now, but I want you to tweet if you're very good at tweeting. I'm not, but hey, I'll join in. The king is coming. The king is coming. Prepare the way for Jesus. And you know, this morning, when Dan gave me the topic that I was going to be speaking on, it was on preparation. And I thought, wow, preparation. I've been focusing on the word preparation. Who likes to prepare? You know, I do. I don't know. You know, whenever I've got guests coming... I just like, and I love my friends. I love my family. And when I have guests coming, I take time. I put time aside. I prepare. I clean the house. I chop the vegetables. I, I was speaking to a friend yesterday, and she said to me, oh, I've got guests coming. And this was Friday. She says, but I have to marinate the, the food, the chicken, and keep it in the fridge then overnight. Preparation. Preparation. You know, my kids know, and my husband will tell you, when I'm getting get guests, they know. They look, take one look at me and they're going, are we getting guests then, mommy? 
because I'm on just like, I prepare. Why? Because I would rather be a Martha before my guests come so I can be a Mary when they arrive. You know, because I like to work hard. Work doesn't kill. I like to work hard. I would like to plug in. I like to prepare. Why? Because I love my guests. I want them to come over and I want to be able to sit and enjoy their company. Not that I'm in the kitchen cooking and, you know, people are saying, come sit down. We're starting. We need to pray. I'm like, oh, no, no, you go ahead. What's the point? The king is coming. And he wants us to be ready. Preparation is the key. And so I want us, it doesn't matter how much of a preparation we have done, there is always more. And I want that to be your mantra as you leave here because that's my mantra and it's working for me. Hallelujah. Come on. Well, the scripture that I've been giving to preach on is Isaiah chapter 40, verses 3 to 5. If you've got your Bible, turn with me. Isaiah 43 to 5. And you know, just to give you some context, the children of Israel had been through so much under the hands of the Babylonians. I mean, you name it. Trauma upon trauma. The whole lot. They'd been through so much. They'd been crying. They'd been wailing. I mean, similar to the book of Lamentations. If you ever read the book of Lamentations, my goodness. You know, <laughs> you know, assess it, isn't it? The name Lamentation. They were lamenting. And, you know, here, it's almost like it starts off with comfort. Comfort, comfort, my people. That's 41. But I want to move on to then three. A voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Every valley shall be raised up. Every mountain and hill made low. The rough ground shall become level. The rugged places a plain. Listen to this church. And the glory of the Lord will be revealed. Glory, hallelujah. The glory of the Lord will be revealed. Glory from the Latin word, gloria. Amen. And this is used to describe the manifestation of God. We experience so much of that in this place. I tell you, I don't know about you, but last week I experienced the glory. I came forward, prayed for people, went up there and I'm thinking, oh, I have some too. I'm standing there just like thinking, yeah, Lord, more God, before I realize I'm on the floor, you know. It's like, woo, okay. You know, bless, bless Flicky comes in. I mean, she literally helped me come back to life because I think I was zonked completely dead because the first thing I felt was like this beautiful heat through Mama, you know, through Flicky. It was later I opened my eyes because I haven't got a, I didn't know who it was, but she touched me and I could just feel this fire and I just felt like I'd come back I was like, wow and she just all I could hear her say to me is take your time <laughs> thank you for permission to be you know it's so good because you said to me yesterday and even right now and all of you said be yourself thank you because permission is wonderful because when you can be yourself you can be exactly what God has called you to be you can't be anybody else. Let's not be anybody else. You can't be. There's only one of you. And you are unique. Your fingerprint, you can't match it with anybody else's. 
the glory, the glory and the glory of the Lord will be revealed and all people will see it together for the mouth of the Lord has spoken, Isaiah 43 to 5. Preparation is so important. And you know, the subheading God gave me for this, today's preach was preparing our hearts in readiness, listen to this, for the more of God. Because the king is here. If you've given your life to Jesus already, he's in your heart. And he's here. We see his manifest. We experience his presence, the miracles, the breakthroughs. I mean, my business has never been so flourishing in, in this world ever. I mean, every time I come in and there's a prophetic word in the front for businesses. And Chloe loves it. I mean, businesses are good. And I pray, God, that the more our businesses flourish, don't forget the work of God. Because whenever there is a call for businesses, I'm in the front. Sometimes you don't even know when you've come to church. And I'm, I'm telling you this. The reason why the Bible says don't forsake the assembling of believers. When you come and the prophetic words are released. Sometimes some of the, th the stuff doesn't apply to you. I remember after church one Sunday I was praying for this lady. And I said, what an amazing service. And she goes, hmm, yeah, I'm not too sure. It, that's not why I came here for today. And I'm thinking, you've missed the point. You see, whether you came here for that or not, it could be one of the tools that you can keep in your belt because one day you're going to need it. See, if I wasn't running my own business and, I, I, and Chloe was up here and given a prophetic word about businesses, I'm coming forward. Seriously? Because I just don't know. I'm going to collect it and if I come across somebody who's running a business that is struggling, I'm going to pass it on to them. You have to remember the way a presence carries so what's in, it's what's going to come out. You see, we can't give what we haven't got. So when we come into church and there's everything going, we want it, Lord. Okay, because every time she talks about businesses, I'm here. I'm here. And I was just reflecting, my books are so busy. My, my diary is so full. I have a waiting list for clients. And this is a new business. You see, you don't even realize these things. And I don't want us to miss out. That's why preparation is so important. We need to prepare, 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 prepare. Because we will miss out if we don't prepare. And we don't want to miss out. And you know, one of the saddest things as well, and this is the area that I believe God is going to work on today. He wants to go deep. He wants to go deep. You know, for you, preparation might be different. For me, preparation might be different. But I strongly believe that there is something for you because you're here today. There's something for you because you're watching online today. There's something for you from Daddy God because we never come into his presence and leave the same. But we have to want it. You know, sometimes we don't even know what we want. We're too busy looking for the stuff we don't want and crying out and whinging and moaning about the stuff we don't want. But God is asking us, Jesus is asking, what do you want? And you know, the spirit of truth is in this house. I know it. And the Bible says in the book of John that Jesus is the spirit of truth. See, the, the spirit of truth will reveal to us even the things we do not know. So when you're sitting here and you're thinking, I don't get this. Well, just take some time out and just ask him. Because he's here. He's all over the place. I can sense him. I can feel him right now. The anointing is so strong. His presence is here. And he wants to go deep. And you know, if you're anything like me, 
I've got better, I must confess. Who just gets comfortable sometimes? It's all going well. Let's just build a tent up here on the mountain here just for the three of us and stay there. And God has blessed me with the most incredible husband. He's like a God chaser. I'm telling you, if you want to find a God chaser, this is this man who will buy a ticket, fly to Scotland and chase the revival. He said, oh, the Arnolds are there. And then he comes home after the weekend. I said, how was it? He says, well, I don't know. I was on the floor for two days. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm just thinking, you spent 500 pounds to go all the way to Scotland to lie on the floor for two days? He's a God chaser. I shared this testimony with Stuart as well yesterday. You know, on his birthday, I said to him, babes, what do you want for your birthday? He says, I think there's a revival in Wales. I said, we live in Watford, darling. He just, so his, it's his birthday, we can't complain. So he got the whole house, including our boys, all the way, all the way to Cardiff, chasing after God, chasing after God. And you know, last week he loved it. When he saw me on the floor, he goes, now she will understand. <laughs> you know, and if you're here, I think I want to release this as well. If you're here and you're single, I want you to just believe in your heart. Stop telling God what you don't want, but begin to tell him what you want. You know, there were times when my attitude was so bad towards my husband because I'm just thinking this is just too much. You know, it's like another one. Surely God's done it. And I didn't understand that the healing of the heart was a journey. Every time you come on Sunday, he takes a layer off and then he takes a layer off. And then he takes a layer off. And then you're feeling freer and freer and freer. Who wants the more of God? Wave to him and shout hallelujah in this place. Come on. We want the more of God. Lord, we want the more of God. And I pray that we would never, ever, ever be just complacent and just sit there. Thank you, Lord, for just really changing me from the inside out and allowing me to realize that this is a journey. The more of God, the more of God. What does he want to do today? You know, Isaiah was having to, he was forced to preach to a people who were just so broken. They were so traumatized. You know, and I don't know about you, what a year you've had or two years you've had or 18 months you've had. This today is the time when God wants to dig deep because the preparation involves the preparation of the heart. These are the things that get in the way. The king is coming. And you know, sometimes we can be part of the excitement and part of the buzz and we can be tweeting it, but actually miss out. And why would we miss out? Because there's things in the way. You know, when we're filled with stuff, it's impossible for the Holy Spirit to pour his stuff in it. Imagine just in your mind's eye, you have a cup of tea that's filled right to the top. Imagine having to pour some more tea, somebody going around with a flask and saying, do you want more tea? And then they poured it, it just overflows. And sometimes, just sometimes, this is what I believe happens when we come to church Sunday after Sunday, is because we're so full of stuff and we haven't allowed him to go deeper to empty us. So we come in and we come to the front and we get a top over, but then it overflows. It hasn't gone deep enough. 
He wants to do more. He wants to go deeper today. So I'm not going to speak for long. I've got loads of notes, but I'm not going to because I want us to go into ministry where we're going to respond to this word. Because God wants to go deeper. He wants us to come to church and it would not be like a revolving door. Do you know you come in and you're thinking, wow, that was amazing. Oh, the Holy Spirit was here. The presence of God was here. And then you go home and you feel so dry because it's just sitting on the top. It's just simmering. So it's just flowing over. It's not going deep. He wants to go deep. He wants to suck everything out from the roots. He wants to pull it out. He wants to shake it off. So there is a big gap inside of us. So when he comes in and he pours into us, we just be filled. And actually be so deep that when we walk into that meeting room tomorrow, when we walk into that school tomorrow, when we walk into our family home tomorrow, we will just be oozing Christ. We will just be carrying his presence. We will just be literally overflowing with him and you know I was you know every time preparation is just so part of my heart so it's just interesting when Dan gave me that topic because every year around November December I seek God for a word I seek God for a word into the you know the year ahead and this year I've been pressing into God I'm like Lord 2022 because you see what I don't want is to get into 1st of January and go, ha, ha, I'm here, what's up? <laughs> I want to go into the year with purpose. And you know, this is a good habit to adopt. Sometimes it takes a long time to press into God for, for the word. But whatever word he gives me, I hang on to it. And you know what? I don't just keep it to myself. I just pray it over people. I, because it's, it's, it's not just for us. Okay, so I see God. I guess the word God gave me, you know, for 2022, I want to share with you. And, you know, if, if your spirit says yes to it, I, I'm going to invite you to just receive it. Okay. And it's very simple. Here's the word. It's nothing else shattering, but it's amazing. Psalm 23 verse 5. We all know the psalm, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Okay. Here's what the spirit of God said to me. When I was praying for 2022, he says, Psalm 23, 5, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. This is the bit I love the most. My cup overflows. Come on. Who wants that? Can you just get up and I'm just going to pray and empower this, Lord. We want this, Lord. This is your word, Father God. Father, I thank you for this word. So in season, a word, Father God, as a church, as a family, we want this. We want our cup to overflow. Father, but before that, we want you to go deep so you can dig out all the stuff so that it's not just going to go to the top and flow away. Father, it will be lasting change. I pray for my brothers and sisters right now. Lord, as I speak, Father, would you reveal anything which is so hidden? Spirit of truth, you're here. And I believe that you're showing, you're showing, this is ministry now, Nikki, go online, um, play, please, yeah. <laughs> Spirit of truth, you're in this place. Spirit of truth is here. And church, just, you see, God wants to speak to you as a person. If you've never heard his voice, he's here. 
And what he's going to show you are the things that get in the way. Is it pride? You know, for some of you, you're just so tired. So tired. All you want to do is just like put your duvet on your head and stay in your bed. For some of you, you're like, oh, I made it. I made it. I just made it to church. I'm so tired. But that's the honest thing. He wants to know. He wants to hear what you tell him this afternoon. Tell him, Lord, I'm so tired. Speak to him from the bottom of your heart. Is it disappointment? Is it a business plan that has failed? Is it marriage? Is it children? He wants to hear you. Lamentations 2.9 says, Pour out your heart like water before the Lord. We need to pour it out. We need to cry out to him. We need to tell him. Because when we're empty, then he can fill us.
something about the heavenly language that is going to start shifting your soul. Some of you just pray every now and then when you need something in tongues. But the Spirit of the Lord is calling for a sanctification. He's calling for a purification. He's calling for the eyes upon the eyes of the fiery one. And sometimes you're not going to know what to say, but something's going to shift as you start to pray in tongues. Just the Lord Himself is going to be gazing as you lift your voice and join heaven with your heavenly language. What if we see a movement of tongues, literally, that God is just placing upon us a branding that our first thought in a moment of weakness is pray in tongues. And I saw that some of you, some of you, your weakness is to agree with the circumstance. But I saw the Lord pulling us out from the woe is me in the moment of weakness to shakara There's something that's going to rise up within us as an automatic response. And I really believe that. And so I, I'm going to say that again. Some of you, your instant response is, I I feel like some 
your preparation has been cursed because of the power of your tongue. You spoke a negativity into your atmosphere. You spoken it won't happen. You spoke a why would I be chosen? And the Father is wanting to redeem the power of the tongue today. As a Father, take us. Take us into the moment of response in tongue rather than reacting out of weakness. Responding in the power of the tongue and joining heaven. And my, my prayer, I saw a prayer movement coming from Catch a Fire London in a whole new realm, Timmy and Falaka. I felt like there's going to be moments where people cannot not be in the room because they know that the power of prayer shifts things. But it starts often with tongues. It starts often with tongues. So come on, keep coming, keep coming, keep coming, Holy Spirit. And I saw anxiety shifting. I felt like someone had had anxiety in, in like chains over their heart. And as you started to pray in tongues, those chains loose their grip. So Father, I ask, I don't ask. I take authority over every spirit of anxiety. And we cancel every generational curse of anxiety, every generational curse of affliction and torment and worry and concern. We break its power from our lives. Someone say amen. Come on. We break its power from our lives and we call forth our souls to respond in the power of the tongue with praying in our heavenly language, God. Come, Holy Spirit, come. of God by some people in the room that were not true. So right now, we just come against every lie about who God is and His ability to bring breakthrough and His ability to bring freedom. We come against every one of those lies against God's character that may have been uttered or even thought and may be held in hearts in this room right now. And we break the power of those lies right now in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus, every lie yes. against the character of God is broken right now. Yes. In the name of Jesus, about his ability to provide, about his ability to bring healing, about his ability to bring freedom. We break every lie about the most high God who is the deliverer, who is the best provider, who is the healer, who is that savior that we need we declare that as God is in the room that truth will be restored right now into the hearts into the lips yes, and I just see I just feel like God wants lips to be surrendered back to him in this time surrender our we surrender our lips to you God again we re-surrender our lips we re-surrender our hearts to you Lord and I'm reminded of when Rita said sometimes you are sometimes we spectate right for us in that moment but I want everyone who's not at the front to take this word about anxiety shifting because there are people in your world that need to say this was said at church on Sunday I've got the tools so those of you that are in your chair still just reach your hands to heaven and just start to draw on the character of Christ draw on the anointing ask him to anoint you for the moment that he wants to use you don't wait and think it's for now about the preparation, the preparation, like I'm taking that word, I'm taking that
that there's been a, this year for you has been a whole year of preparing. And I felt like the Lord has said, He's taking you from being like this little lion cub and the roar is about to be released. And I felt like you've been growing in this season in an area of authority. You've always had authority, but I saw this cute little kitty, like this kitty cub at the start of this year. And I, I opened my eyes and the Lord said, look at Karina. And I saw a mane around you. And I heard the Lord say, the lion is not going to stop roaring through you in this next season. The lion is roaring. And I felt like, it's like you're suddenly going to realize, my God, where has that come from? I saw demons fleeing. And even as I watched you pray over Katie, I saw stuff shift. It's like, gets out of the way when they know the Karina's in the room. And I bless you, sweetheart. And if there's anyone else in this room that level of authority that you don't move in. Just raise your hands to heaven right now. Come on, tell the Lord. Ask Him to prepare you. Father, would you release the fire in this room right now? Would you release the power of the Holy Spirit? Blow breath of God. We pray for more. We want more, God. We won't be satisfied with what we have. We want happening every single one of you I can see fire I can see flickers of fire on every herd as Chloe speaking as she's prophesying every single one of you your life would never be the same you're gonna experience this change thank you Lord just more just more he's going deep he's going deep he's going deep drink 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 he's emptying you out of the things that gets in the way he's emptying you out of the things that today it will be lasting change it will be lasting change boldness 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 as a lion you're going out there and you're going to be celebrating jesus the king is coming the king is coming the king is coming the king is coming, king is coming. receive it thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord thank you lord Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you want more, just hunger for more. Hunger for more. Call him out for more. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, 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 glory. His glory will be filled. We will be vessels that display his glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. And if you feel in your spirit a, a release, I want you to begin to thank him. You know, just thank him for whatever he has started in your heart. Just open your mouth and begin to thank him. Give him glory. Give him praise. He's done so much in this place today. And I want you to not go away and be that, you know, the nine that walked away after they were healed. Be that one that comes to him and say, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God, for what you have done. Don't, don't 
Don't be influenced by other people's issues. Don't be defiled. Scripture says about bitterness and how by bitterness we will be defiled. And that means we can defile and be defiled. So I would love us just to literally stand and just say to the Lord, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be defiled by other people's crap. Come on, why don't you just stand? If that, if you want to be in this season, don't allow your atmosphere to be defiled. And I say that because we've had a situation this week in our life and I've had to, how can I put it? I've, I've had to hold on to positivity. And it's really easy when you, you're hearing someone else's negativity and it's like, no, I'm going to stand on the truth of the gospel. And, and this person this week is a family member, has just been speaking the negativity. And I'm like, stop. Because as for me and my house, I'm going to worship, I'm going to praise, I'm going to love. And I had to shut this person down. And I said, no, Scripture says we go from glory to glory. Scripture says, and I started quoting Scripture. And it's so easy for suddenly this atmosphere to infiltrate. And if our hearts aren't fixed on Him, the bitterness starts to kind of seep in. And so, Father, we declare as a family that this season we will stand in the truth. And we ask for your blood to cover us. That, Lord, we would help to pull people, pull people out of their own place of dodgy atmosphere or negativity and that we would pull them into our truth that the gospel of Jesus that by his stripes we are healed and set free and Father I ask that the Holy Spirit will be so strong that that you would mute people's mouths from saying things contrary to the Holy Spirit and that's been my prayer and all my conversations since this one have been incredible with this person So Father, I ask that this Christmas we would be able to be in a place of preparing not only our hearts, but our environments. That our environments would be strong in the preparation that we've had and that we will not be influenced by other people's negative preparation. And I declare it as a member of the house over our family. And I ask that we would go from glory to glory and that life would come in all its fullness in this season. And all God's people say, Amen. Amen. Okay, so if you've got kids and fire kids, then please go and get them. Feel free to bring them back into this room because there is still stuff going on in the room. I want us to just be really conscious of what the Holy Spirit is doing. And I want to firstly give you permission, but secondly, encourage slash challenge you to learn what the Holy Spirit is doing in a room and to track with Him and to move because of Him. And I want us to be a, a, a company of soldiers in the army that when the when the, when we hear the commander of the army say something we respond to that okay and so if you um for example timmy was just saying if if we were talking about speaking in tongues speaking in tongues speaking in tongues if if you don't yet have the gift of tongues i don't want you being like oh well that's not for me i want you to be like whoa i clearly need the gift of tongues i'm going to come get the gift of tongues and not, not like be this shy British person that's just like, oh, well, I'm not sure. No, no, no. If you don't have the gift of tongues and you felt something on what has been said like three different times, then I want you up the front. Hey, apparently we need the gift of tongues. 
I want the gift of tongues. And we're going to pray with you. And if you heard about business, like we haven't released anything about business today, but Rita and many others have just been speaking like business prosperity, business breakthrough, business. And it's like, if you're a business person, you shouldn't be like, oh, well, I should, I should have been here three weeks ago. It's like, no, it's in the room right now. I'm stepping up and I'm taking it. I want us to get to a place where we're so tracking with the Holy Spirit that every time we hear him move, we feel him move, you do something about it. And I would love it, even during a preach, that this area is filled with people coming forward and saying, I'm having some of that. When we were in Bishop Joseph Garlington's church, Chloe's preaching, and they're so well trained as a culture that every time Chloe was preaching, she said something. They're like, I want some of that. They came to the front. They actually gave into the offering every time they wanted to sow into the revelation that they heard. You don't have to give into the offering. Feel free to do that. But I want you to respond every time you hear something. You're like, that's for me. Do something about it. Just very quickly. I just wanted to say something about speaking in tongues, the gift of speaking in tongues. I love speaking in tongues. I have seen atmospheres shift. I have seen people's lives changed. But there's something that God showed me very recently. He said that there is power in what we say. The scriptures actually say that there's life and death are in the power of the tongue. And then he said, when you speak in tongues, you always speak life. When you speak in tongues, you always speak life. So I just want to encourage you. If you haven't got the gift of tongues, you need it. You need it. You need it. And pray constantly in the Holy Spirit. Because when you do, you build yourself up. You build yourself up. So I just want to encourage you guys. Speak in tongues. It's our secret weapon. It's our secret weapon. It's his his secret weapon. Amen. Amen. So we're going to start to finish, but I just feel like there's more to do. If you feel you need to leave, I'm going to ask someone to be on the door saying goodbye to you when you leave. But there's stuff going on in the room and I've still not seen anyone move. I'm assuming everyone in the room is fluent in tongues, speaks in tongues, is exactly the right amount in their life and they're never lacking in the gift of tongues because after what I just said and what Karina just said, I would be expecting some people at the front saying, I need an impartation right now. I know, even if it's like I, I do speak in tongues, but actually I need more. Come on, I, I need I need training on on how to slip into tongues before I slip into criticism. I need training on how to how to how that to be the first fruit of my mouth. Like that's I, I want to speak more life. If if when we're speaking in tongues, we're only speaking life. Then I want to speak in tongues more often. If that's you, then just respond. You don't need to have prayer, but just respond. Maybe it's where you are. Maybe it's in your seat, but respond. Don't miss the moment. And like Rita preached, you know, you're like, I'm not sure if it's my moment. Then maybe it's for tomorrow, so get it today. We want more of you, gods. We want more of you, gods. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you for your word is life and your word is fire. Lord, you said in your word that out of your 
belly shall flow rivers of living water. Father, as your presence has come forth, Lord, let it begin to birth in us rivers of living fire in Jesus' name. Holy Ghost, we invite you and give you the permission. Invade our hearts and mind and let the tongues of fire begin to come up in the name of Jesus. Tongues of fire, let it be birthed now in the name of Jesus. Open our hearts and open our minds. Open our mouth, Father God, and let a fire tongue begin to come forth in the name of Jesus. Lord, we've witnessed. Lord, we've perceived that, Lord, your tongues are fire upon us, that your fire is, uh, is amongst us. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, manifest tongues of fire in the life of your saints now in the name of Jesus. Father, Lord, increase it. Increase it. Increase it. Let fire tongues be birthed in the name of Jesus now in the name of Jesus. Zakoroko Baba Teyeke Baba Roko So Roko Koka Kaza Kata Yeke Baba Ba Raka Kako Roko Koze Eyaba Raka Baba Roko So Roko Ko Roko Koko Roko Baba Bareke Baba Reke Baba Se Father Lord as the disciples are were gathered in the upper room are your word says the Holy Ghost came like a wind and tongues of fire let it be so now in the name of Jesus let tongues of fire come forth out of our bellies now in the name of Jesus faith father God increases to speak in tongues in the name of Jesus for her tongues are tongues of heaven in the name of Jesus begin to speak now in the name of Jesus Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you for prophetic words that are coming forth now in the name of Jesus. Father God, thank you for discernment grace that is falling upon us now in the name of Jesus. Father, thank you. Just like in the days of Elijah, Rakeba, Paul, your fire, Lord, signified his ministry. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, let the fire of our presence, Father God, clothe each and every one of us now in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, in the days of in the days of Gideon, you clothe him, you clothe him before the assignment. So, Lord, in Jesus' name, close us once again, Lord, with a garment of fire. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, for your word is like fire. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name.
coming in another wave. Just, just turn your affection to Jesus right now. There's a flow of love that's coming from heaven down to earth right now. And it's just an invitation to rebound that love back to heaven. So just love him right now. Love him with your tongue. Love him with your English. Love him with your native tongue. Love him with your spiritual to prepare than to be filled. 
because the Holy Spirit knows how to love Jesus better than any of us. So why don't you just choose right now as we finish this service to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Take another, another immersion, another baptism of who he is. Paul says, be continually filled. And for those of you online, we just want to bless you. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you very soon. For those in the room, do not move.